With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hello, Matt Workman here. I wanted to hop on before the show started to just make you aware that we did have a bit of an audio issue on my end. And so the audio quality is quite poor whenever I'm speaking. Joe sounds great as usual, but on my end, it was just a little bit of a lack of quality. And that was due to a equipment issue that hopefully is now resolved and that won't be an issue moving forward. But again, I just want to apologize for the quality and thank y'all for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Barrett Inn. I'm Matt Workman. As always, I'm joined by Joe Gooden. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I, I, I'm sure I sound better than you because you're just Mr. Technical Difficulties tonight. Yeah. So, yeah. apologies for audio issues, but yeah, my microphone decided it didn't want to cooperate right before. So, it is yeah. what it is. It is what it is, you know. Nothing but professionals here. Matt, have you seen the latest Bluebell ice cream release? So if you're talking about... So I saw Nick posted on... Well, Nick's posted it, Ed has posted it, and Peter has posted it now. So So yeah, so I that's where I've seen it. I haven't seen it in the, in, in the wild yet. Yeah, I haven't either. I'm going to go buy some tomorrow for sure. But now there is Dr. Pepper Float. Bluebell ice cream. It's vanilla ice cream with a a Dr. Pepper flavored sherbet mixed in. Have you heard any reviews yet of friends of ours who have had it? No, I haven't seen anybody actually. Like I saw our 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 friend Peter. He posted that he he said I like I did a thing or whatever, and he he made a Dr. Pepper float out of the Dr. Pepper float ice cream. See, but, that's not Peter. That's why he's the smart one. Yeah, yeah. No, he's 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 got sage wisdom. Yes. Um. Oh, Scott's mad at me because I talked about other ice cream. Scott Spain Smith, not happy. Um. Oh, you not you not talk about Heritage Creamery? Yeah. Well, you know what, Scott? I know you're gonna hear this. If you, I, 
if you guys supplied Baylor with the ice cream that they used for Dr. Pepper Hour and then came out with Dr. Pepper Float ice cream, then, yeah, I would say it about you too, man. I mean, you're look, the, the duck fat caramel ice cream, amazing at Heritage Creamery. They do not sponsor us, but they we could. both. They could. We, yeah, they could. You guys could sponsor us, Scott Spain Smith. But it's delicious. So do go there next time you go to a Baylor game or if you're in Waco, go go hit them up. They're awesome. I always yeah. I always go as opposed to like the, the green and gold. That's kind of my like go to, which I think yeah. it it's just cookies and cream, but that's also like my go to ice cream. So it's a solid yeah, and it's and that's a yeah. solid like Baylor nod right there. But Dr. Pepper Float ice cream made by Bluebell, like that's that's as sickum as you can get. Like I may have to go to like H E B tonight and see if I can find it. Which I'm pretty I mean, I what hope time I can find H-E-B it. H E B close. I wonder. Let I me see. They probably close. I bet you they don't close till midnight. Like midnight, yeah. I'm thinking that. Mine closes at eleven. Okay, so I have I, I may have time. I may have to do it. I don't know. I don't know, Matt. We'll have to see. I will this weekend or this week tomorrow. I'll, by tomorrow, I'll have some, no doubt. Oh, for sure. If I yeah, if if I don't if I don't go crazy and go get it tonight after we record, then I, I will absolutely get it after work tomorrow. Do you have work tomorrow? Or are you off this week? I'm off this week. I'm not doing anything tomorrow. Oh, I had man. so much like running around errands today. And then tomorrow, I mean, I have one thing to do, and that's it. And that's like at 2.30. Oh, man, I hate you. I hate you so much. I wish I didn't have work tomorrow. But I've got a bunch of time off coming up. And you and I have some time off together in July. Yes, we did. We are going to be at Big 12 football media days. That is approved, um, ready to go. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? What are you gonna wear? Are you gonna get super fancy? Are you gonna get crazy with it? Or are you gonna go cash? So, I think I, I'm. I'm gonna go cash. All right. That's like my my happy like my happy space. I don't know. Are you, are you gonna? You should. Go? You should have a no, a, a no in pod shirt made. I'm not like shaking it. You know, I can't do it up like that. I'm not that. That's a sexy man, and we just. We can't compete. No, no, that's that that level of style is beyond anything I could ever touch. Like, yeah, I, sure. I wouldn't even try. My brain, I don't. My brain can't even conceive the things that that man can pull off. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought about that. I thought about getting some uh, beard in like apparel made. It's beard in merch. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Your mic but sounds it, so bad. I I, I love and hate this. At this for anybody that listens to this, uh, it's, I'm gonna. They're gonna like have to turn it up way. when you talk and turn it down when I talk. Well, I'm gonna yeah. So like, I think I'm gonna have to like turn it way up when I edit it, and it's just gonna it's gonna be interesting when I go through the whole editing process how it actually sounds. And I'm normally low talker anyway, so I, I normally have to kind of amplify. The podcast. This will be a challenge for sure. <laughs> you get to practice your your editing skills. Yeah, and it's really now what you 
you sound you sound like we're you're on the phone is what you sound like well i'm in a like earbud microphone so that makes sense it happens happen and i've seen professional podcasts have the same issue so it's bound to happen i guess oh so it's it's okay because it happens there excuses excuses hey i'll take it i'll get it where i can take it yeah at least we're at least we're recording yeah we didn't do last week so yeah so joe what's the am i the asshole scenario for this week so this one this one's short and sweet and this this kind of lands into pet peeve territory for me so that's that's why it stuck out to me i found i had found one earlier today but I was like, oh, this one's going to be great. And then it turned out that the person was lying. So um, so I was like, I, I, as great of a story as that was, I can't use it if it's not real. So this one does appear to be real. And I was, I was curious what your thoughts would be on this. So it's, am I the asshole for leaving my friend at a bar for taking a personal phone call? All right. So last week, my friend invited me for a catch-up and a couple of drinks at a local bar. So this is uh, two women, uh, one thirty-three, one twenty-nine. During our catch-up, she received a phone call that she, quote, had to take. She then proceeded to talk on her phone for about 60 minutes with this person whilst I sat there with my glass of wine twiddling my thumbs. I could overhear the conversation, and it was just general chit-chat about life, nothing urgent or pressing. I was so annoyed that I told her I'm getting the bill and left. We didn't speak for a couple of days, but then when she called me to tell me, uh, or then she called me to tell me that her friend on the phone was feeling down, and that's why she took the call to help cheer them up, and she felt like she couldn't hang up. I now feel very guilty. Am I the asshole? Yeah. So Matt, you and I, we go we go to George's. All right, we sit down, we order a beer, which we have and- done. This is things that happen. Yeah. And I take a phone call for an hour. What what are your thoughts on that? Well, my first inclination would probably be to say, is everything okay? Like, is your wife? After five minutes, dude. After five. Yeah. After after like, it's been like, you've been out there like a, a, a while, a minute. Yeah. No, she didn't leave the table. She so the oh. she she sat there at the table okay, on the phone. So I'm I'm missing yeah. it. So out in my she mind, said it she was could like, hear the conversation. The bar. No, okay, no, so the I, person's I, saying I that it. they left the bar because okay. their friend. That's what they're they're asking if they're being an asshole for having okay. left their friend behind. Okay. So I misunderstood the whole situation. Yeah. So she's on the phone at the table an extended amount of time. So the friend says, I'm out of here. I'm not gonna stay here. Correct. And leaves. And so she's saying, am I an asshole for leaving my friend behind because she was on the phone for an hour? Well, like, did you like check and say, like, is everything okay? What's going on? Did you like, did she say like, because obviously she didn't say like, because she said later, she said it, a friend was going. Right. Yeah. She didn't get the details about what's going on here until later. But she just sat there. And these are two women, I presume. Yes, is is a twenty nine year uh, the twenty nine year old was the one that was on the phone and the thirty three year old was the one that left the okay. bar. So, in that situation, I probably would check on you. Say like, "Hey, is everything going? Do we need to leave? You know, if you're gonna, if you need to take yeah. the call, we can go." 
I wouldn't just sit there. No, I will say like, this. She said that she could hear the conversation and it was just regular chit chat. So like just she said it didn't sound like anything pressing or anything like that. And and so like I can understand that if they're just sitting there like, oh, yeah, I took my dog to the Greamer or yeah, oh, my mom's doing great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my like. So if you're sitting there and you're hearing that. Oh, yeah. I mean. But man, five. I, yeah. I couldn't I wouldn't go five minutes. I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, no. can What's going on here, dude? Like, is that like I did exactly what you said? Like, is that your like? Does your wife need something or whatever? Like, yeah, I mean, there's something we need to like. Do we need to leave? Is something like pressing? But if it's but again, if it's just like chit chat, I would be like, what? The, what the fuck's going on? No, she did it? say the person felt down, but like you have to communicate that. Like after a minute or so, you have to be like, hey, hold on, I sorry, I'm at a bar with somebody, and then you kind of like mute it or say, I'll call you back, and be like so sorry about this but this is my friend that's going through some stuff and she just really needs somebody to talk to right now like, yeah. yeah then you understand and then you can reschedule if you need to but like there's yeah. it appears there's no communication here so i i don't think this person's an asshole for leaving because no. i would have left much earlier than an hour yeah i don't think they're an asshole either because exactly like you said i would have checked in you know five ten minutes and see hey what's What's the situation here? Because we're out at a public setting, a social gathering. That's, this is probably my one of my my like S tier like pet peeves that I have is when somebody takes like a non professional or like check in with you know a, a loved one or a guardian phone call when you're in like a social setting because then you have to like shut down because you have to. Like, we've all also been trained by our parents that, like, hey, when somebody's on the phone, you don't talk. Like, yeah. you know, you, you, you respect them. They're on the phone. And so, like, you have to sit there and be quiet. And so then you're just like, what do I do? <laughs> I hate yeah. it. I hate it. My mom used to do I that don't do growing it. up. My mom would take phone calls in the car. Like, what my dad would be driving. I'd be in the back seat. My mom would take, like, a phone call. And we so, and, and I just be like, and she would sit there for twenty minutes on the phone while we drove, and I'd be like, oh my god, I hate this. So my wife does that, like her sister will call, and they'll have a conversation, and I hate it so much. See, when I when I am with a person, yeah. if I get a phone call, I answer the phone like I would be like, hey Matt, I'm at dinner with uh, I'm at dinner with Peter. What's up? What can I do for you? So, like, I'm announcing to you, like, I'm not in a situation where we can, yeah. like, have, have a, a normal conversation. conversation. And then I'm also yeah. saying, like, what can I do for you? And that, like, okay, get to the point. Is there something, like, is there something you need me to do? Or is this just, like, a friend call and then we can do that later? Yeah. And and to me, like, maybe I'm the asshole because since the invention of, like, text unlimited texting, I don't talk to people on the phone. There's no need for me to do that in my normal, unless it's yeah. like a work, unless it's a work thing. But I'm saying like, I don't. I talk to my wife my on the phone and I talk to my parents yeah. on the phone. That's and that's it. kind of it. But like, you know, if I want to, if I have to go into like a deeper, then I can get like a text message with someone. I normally send them a, a pre-text say, can you talk? And then I'll call. I'll do I like. I don't randomly if... call friends. If I'm driving somewhere that's like over an hour to kill time, like I might call a couple of buddies, you know, just to be like, hey, we haven't talked in a while. What's up? Like, and I have a buddy that like when he drives home from work, sometimes he'll just like call me and just be like, I'm bored. Talk to me. 
That's when yeah. I call my mom because I can say, yeah, I, yeah, I'll call my how's mom. It going? I say, how's it going? And then she'll just go on a like monologue and I'll just sit there and listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Traffic is the best time to call mom. Yep. But not when you're at a bar with another person. No. Can't, I mean, normally you can't hear great in bars. I, I mean, unless it was like one of those like low key bars, it's like a chill bar. Like they said, chill they were bar. drinking wine. Could have been just like a chill wine bar. Sure. Yeah, but no, she's not the asshole. Yeah, she's definitely not an asshole for leaving. Absolutely not. She's she's an asshole to herself for having sat there for a full hour. <laughs> I can't believe that. You're absolutely right. I mean, I would say like 15 minutes, like tops. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. Like, because I would get five minutes and I'd be like, hey, everything good? You know, like, yeah. You know, and then, yeah, at 10, 15 minutes, that's when I would be like, I would be like, hey, I'm going to, like, I'm going to go ahead and go. <laughs> For sure. Because at that point, yeah, then the person absolutely. has a choice, right? Like, they either get off the phone or they let you go. Like, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They either get off the phone or they say, okay, see you, la- see you later. Yeah. I got to I gotta stay on the call. Right. But, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. so, transitioning over to, like, to sports a little bit it's been a while since we talked like really talked about sports i can't remember if we've touched on some of the, the pieces of news that have happened over the last couple of weeks did we we talk about like missy reclassified i think we did yes we did okay so a couple of things that happened on the football side so on today we got a commitment from a three-star quarterback from california nate bennett did you see this news yeah, he's a uh, he's a from what I have seen, he's a Baylor legacy, yeah. um, and basically committed just like a few hours after he got his offer. So, um, yeah, yeah, he's like both his parents went to Baylor. They used to live in Waco for a long time when he was a kid. So he's from, you know he's basically probably he's probably born in Waco. Um, but yeah, that's his thing. Like this is kind of the offer he wanted, and he got it and committed and shut down his recruiting. Like he like he shut it down. Yeah, it's not like we were really competing against much there. Like his other like top offers for like Penn. Yeah, I so, think the the best one was probably Utah State. As the yeah, best it was, program. yeah, he did. Yeah, now he's a, a three small, star, and he's a small school kid for yeah. in like a Christian school in California. And I think I read he he changed schools between sophomore and junior year, so there's a a little bit of like his stats his junior year were. Not great, but uh, we'll see how he does this year. So, but yeah, he's he's as far as everything I've seen, like this is Baylor's like was his dream school. If nothing and Baylor, else, like and Baylor, if nothing else, like, he feels like some solid depth. You know, well, I mean, also he's I think he's definitely what you would, we'd consider like a project quarterback. You know, you can see like the the tools there and the you know he's six two one eighty I think so. He's got decent size. You can put on muscle with, with him um, being as young as he is. But also, if you look at in – in a perfect world with, with Shapin having, what, like two two or three years left of eligibility? I think just two. Two, um, yeah. And then you have Sawyer behind him. There's three years left of eligibility. You don't need someone to come in to compete for the starting job with their freshman year. No. And let's let, – and, you know – I don't want to discount the kid. He may turn out being great, but based off of his current profile right now, 
he will also not scare off other potentials like big time quarterback recruits in the future. Yeah, in this era, like transfer portal and all that, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, like, or even just or even, gonna you know, be... high school recruits. Like if there was another Austin Novosad to come down the pipeline, like they're not no, going to be afraid sure. of this guy already being on the roster. Yeah, and this is the kind of kid. Based on what he's, he's coming said, to Baylor because he wants to go to Baylor. He wants to come. Which to Baylor. we need. We, I like kids like that. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like absolutely. Yeah, like I, I want. I want dudes that want to come to Baylor. So. Yeah, you don't want to have a another Austin Novosad situation. So, and then the other piece of, I guess this is Baylor news, Big Twelve news, football news. Uh, DraftKings released their Big Twelve over under win totals. Have you have you seen any of those? Uh, I think I saw Baylor's, and I want to say it was like seven and a half. Yeah, so they have. Uh, that's correct. So what okay. I wanted to do is I wanted. But to besides that, I haven't seen any others. So yeah, you can you can you can hit me cold with these. And I want you to tell me what which way you're going. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this like based off of just like immediate thought vibes. Like there's the listener, there is no logic behind this. This is just like Joe Goodman's like connect to the universe answer of over or under on these. All right. So since we already talked about it, Baylor seven and a half. What do you got? Over. Me too. That's where I go. Yeah. All right. BYU six. Six, like even? Yeah, six even. Over. I'm going to go under, I think. You don't think BYU would be bowl eligible? I mean... I guess... First I mean, yeah, you're 12, saying you're going with under. You're saying that they're going to go five and seven. They're going to go five and seven, yeah. Okay. I think first year in the Big 12, you know, and when they're independent, they kind of pick their schedule. And there's a lot of – they would play Power 5 teams, and but there was a lot of low-level competition on their schedule. Yeah, they do play a lot of Pac-12 teams, though. Like, they do. Like I said, a lot of low-level competition. <laughs> Cincinnati. Four and a half. Four and a half. Yes. I I, I have to go over. That's my like that again. These are just Joe Goodman's vibes. I'm going over. When I mean, you're thinking like it's they have three non cons and then the Big Twelve slate. So four and a half means I guess you're saying they're going to get one Big Twelve victory. Yeah. Maybe two. they're guaranteed one. They're guaranteed one. Yeah. 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 I'm so, going over that. I, 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 I could see them winning five. Like, yeah. If, if you were like, Hey, yeah. would you, would you bet that Cincinnati can win five games this year? Yeah. I, I would bet Cincinnati yeah. could win three non-cons and two big 12 games. Yeah. I mean, they're good. I know they're doing, there's a lot of change. They have a new coach going to a new conference, but they still have a lot of talent on that roster. We'll see. I, I would presume. So yeah, I'm, I'm going, going over. over as well. I'm going over that. Houston, four and a half. God, that's low. That's so low. Really? Four and a half for Houston. Now, you now know what? I'm gonna go. 
I'm going under. I'm going to go under on that one because I think Dana Holgerson hates his life. They don't have their quarterback anymore. They don't have the their wide receiver anymore that they had. Like both those guys got drafted. Um, then they they just lost their best running back to the transfer yeah. portal. Yep. Yeah. That, okay. I'm going under. Yeah, I'm going under on U of H. I think I'm gonna go over. You're gonna go over. All I right. think they can go five and seven. I think they can go five and seven. All right, I'm going. They, didn't they win like ten games or something last year? I don't think that was like two years ago. I think was it two years ago? Yeah, I don't think they were very good last year. I don't remember. Iowa State five and a half. Over. Over, for sure. And I do respect Matt Campbell. I think he's good for. Six wins. Well, they've got they've they they shook up their coaching staff, so there should be a better offense in Ames this year. They were horrible last year. Yes, they were very very like legendary. Like, the the their... entire state of Iowa is afraid of scoring points. They have the same defense coordinator though. Yes, he... John Heacock. Okay, okay. Kansas six and a half. Under. Under. Me too. I think people are jumping too far in this last year. I I don't think Kansas, I think they're done being Kansas from now on, at least for the foreseeable future. But yeah, I I think six and six is a fair number for them. So six and a half, I'll go the under. I agree. Kansas State, eight and a half. Ooh. Do they still have Skylar Thompson? No. Under. Yeah, I'm gonna go under two. Yeah, because I I think eight and I think eight and four would be fair for them. Oklahoma nine and a half. Under. I agree. I'm going under. I just don't I don't buy. Um, the whole coaching situation. Yeah, I they have they to were, prove it to me for they've got they all the talent seven, in the world. Six and seven. They've got all the year. talent. But, Oklahoma yeah. State six and a half. Hmm. Under. Under. I think there's a lot of. There's a I lot think of there's a lot of cracks in that foundation. Yeah, I agree. Um, I could see them being under by by a bit. TCU seven and a half. Mm. Under. I'm gonna go over. Okay. I I can see them being eight and four. I think they're gonna have a hangover, and I think Max Duggan was a huge catalyst for them. All right. Here's where it gets interesting. Texas nine and a half. You go first. Under. Over. I think they're like nine and three. I think they go ten and two. All right, you're buying they, the Texas hot. You're buying you're you're, you're buying in. No, the I think and... I. If you go watch, there's if you watch like they they legitimately they legitimately should have beaten Alabama last year. They got they got screwed in that Alabama game. They yeah, like Alabama is going to beat them this year, forty to six. 
that may happen. But here's what here's where my thought process is for Texas. Like I know I said this was vibes, but like this is my logic behind it because I've I work with a Longhorn and he and I talk a lot of college football. Um, and like legitimately i think if they would have won that alabama game last year it would have totally changed the outlook of everything and they were still pretty good last year like they they were um yeah so you know i think they were just like a couple of weird things away and this i am I'm, I'm just gonna i think this is the year sark finally wins 10 games it's they're gonna be 10 and 2 they're not gonna be in the playoff but i i could this oh, could be like they they go to the sugar bowl or something like if i think of 10 and 2 and let's say win the conference and go to the Sugar Bowl or whatever bowl that Big Twelve. I don't think they win the Big Twelve. I think though, I think they would get upset in the Big Twelve game. So that means that the Big Twelve. You think the Big Twelve champion is going to make the playoff? No, I mean it could be a nine and three team that beats them. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know, like like last year, like you know, it yeah. could be you know, the they might have the they might have. Won the regular season of the Big Twelve, but then lure to the lose to the the worst you know, team. If they're like, yeah, the only way Texas or Oklahoma is winning the Big Twelve this year is if Texas and Oklahoma play in the Big Twelve title game. That's the only. Like, there is no hateful eight team that is going odds. to lose to Texas or Oklahoma in the Big Twelve title game. I mean, it just at, won't happen. If you look at the win totals; those are they're the odds on favorites. Yeah, I know. But I, I don't think Oklahoma's getting there. I, I just don't. I don't think Oklahoma's there. I think Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's going to experience a little bit of a period of what Texas went through, and or has been going through, which is all the talent in the world, and you just didn't pick the right guy to put it all together. And I could be wrong about Venables. I know that fan base really, really believes in him, but I didn't see anything last year that said to me like, "Oh, wow, this is this is awesome." Now, hey. Dave Aranda came in and took a team that went to the Sugar Bowl, and then his first year the team completely fell apart, and then the next year he won the Big Twelve. So, who knows? Maybe Venables is closer to Aranda than he is to you know, um, you know Charlie Strong. But we'll see. But we'll see. But as of right now, he's got to prove it to me. Yeah, I agree. Texas Tech seven and a half. Hmm. I'm gonna go under. I think seven and five yeah. is a fair fair number for them. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. I, I mean, I, I, for a second, I wanted to go over, but I think seven and five is a fair assessment. Going by yeah. like we're talking, just I'm not doing any deep dives into their roster or anything like that. So this is just vibes, like you said. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, going seven and five for them. Central Florida, six and a half. I'm so pissed off that we have to play them in their very first home Big 12 game. Um, yeah. I'm so mad about that. That place is going to be popping. Yeah, the bounce house is going to be bouncing. Um, yeah. You said six and a half, right? Six and a half. Man, this is without me knowing their schedule because I don't know what their non-con is. I'll, I'm going to say over. I could see them winning seven games. Yeah, I mean that's kind of my uh, that's where I'm where I land. You know, that's where I want to go. Is like I think I think I could see them doing the same thing. 
Yeah, not by a ton, but I'll, I'll, I would, I would take the, I would take the over. I just want to look real quick at their football schedule. I just want to see. So they have Kent State, Boise State, mm-hmm. Villanova on the road or at home. So Kent State at home, Boise, no, no, State Boise. on the road. Boise, so Boise's in Idaho. Yes, Villanova at home, and then they open with Kansas State. This mm. In Manhattan, though, because they, yeah. they, yeah, yeah, because yeah. then they come back and they have they us. They come in, back and have us. Yeah, that's a lot of road games. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe take the under. But I've already said the over. I'm gonna stick it again. I'm going for vibes, not logic. But yeah. I don't know. We'll, we're we over the coming weeks. We've got yeah. 15 weeks until football season starts, and there are 14 Big 12 teams. So we are about to venture off into our weekly um, Big 12 team predictions and and kind of reviews. So be on the lookout for that. So we'll do a deeper dive into UCF at a later date for sure. And finally, West Virginia four and a half under. Me too. I think it's under. I mean, I think Neil Brown probably gets fired mid-season. Yeah. They got a new AD. He kind of got a reprieve during that whole process. They'll fire Neil Brown the moment that it is uh, economically convenient for them to fire Neil Brown. The only reason he has not been fired yet is because it would cost them a lot of money. Yeah. In their non-con, uh, see, they have at Penn State to open the season. They get Duquesne's, I guess is how you say it. Duquesne yep. at home and then Pitt at home. So they'll probably start 2-0 and and then it'll fall out from underneath them. Are you being serious about that? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be one and two going into Texas Tech at home. Yeah. So. And Tech will beat them. Oof. Then Tech, then TCU, then travel to Houston. Oh man, the that'll be the contest of who sucks less. Yeah. All right, but yeah, like you said, we'll do more deeper dives on all the teams. But that's just a, a glance at their first couple games. So yeah, so I think Baylor. My my gut is, and I don't really have any reason to. We kind of just briefly touched on it. I think eight and four again. I think, like I said, that's probably the the general consensus last year was like eight and four is their floor, right? And and I kind of feel the same way, and I have no rational. I never thought, like, hey, if you remember, go back. I told everybody our schedule was garbage and we needed to be ready and people weren't ready. Um, I also was not ready for what we experienced last year. Um, yeah, I don't like. I think this is a Baylor team that, like, anywhere between six and six and nine and three is within the realm of possibility in my mind. I don't think this is a team that can go better than nine and three, though. I'd have to look at I don't know. I have to look at it deeper. I mean, we do yeah. have eight home. We games. will though. We will. So but yeah, but we'll, yeah. we'll 
I think right now, May 18th, I'm thinking eight and four is the floor. I don't foresee we can have another like six and six. Oh, buddy. Yes, we can. Yes, yes, we I can. We could. I'm just saying I don't foresee it. No. You, you've been a Baylor fan longer than me. You should know these things. I know, man. I'm just, I'm holding on to hope. <laughs> the hope that kills you. Yeah. It is. Speaking of that, did you watch the latest episode of Ted Lasso? I did, but we have something else on the show notes before that, and I have no idea what it means. Oh, what did I put on there? You put worst nerd culture movies. Okay, good. And this is, I'm I'm totally stealing this from uh, the Ringerverse podcast. They did like a, they called it the worst fandom movie draft, so they drafted movies. But I just wanted to get like, and when I say nerd culture, I mean like things that, that we talk about on this podcast. So like Star Wars, fantasy stuff, comic booky stuff, things like that. So what would you think would be the worst movie adaptation of or some of the worst? So like just in taste? Like the thing well, like no, I legitimately like bad, think it... bad too. Like there's some things that you can be overtly like the that's a consensus. Not like, like not worst movie. fan bases, but like an actual no. the worst movie. Like the like for example, Green Lanterns widely considered a bad film. Yeah, okay. Um I would have to be uh Attack of the Clones would be up there. Um and uh the original Suicide Squad movie. Um that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen as well. So I would I would you know, and that's a comic book movie, so I'll throw that one in there. Attack of the Clones and Suicide Squad are the first two that popped to mind. So I think the Hobbit movies are real bad too. That's that's where I was going to go. That's my first thing is like the Hobbit movies are are bad films. Um, at the aforementioned Green Lantern, it's a bad movie. Yep. And but like the thing about that is like the, the Green Queen. Lantern movie, like it has Ryan Reynolds. Um. The a, Hobbit movies, it, like Martin Freeman's not terrible as Bilbo. Like he's okay. Like the movies suck, but like he, like he's okay. But like Attack of the Clones, in my opinion, has zero redeeming value, and the first Suicide Squad has zero redeeming value. So like I've never seen the first Suicide Squad. Yeah, you shouldn't. Mainly they, because everyone said it sucked. It's it's on it's on the list. Of, it's on a very short list of movies for me where. I walked out of the theater and was like, that was shit because most of the time when I leave a movie, I'm like excited for having just watched a movie. So like I have that kind of recency bias and I'll come out and I'm like convincing myself that what I just spent my money on was a good idea. So I'm like, oh man, that was good. And it's not until a few hours later that like I really think about it. I'm like, no, I did not like that. And Suicide Squad. I I walked out of the theater and I was I looked at my wife and I was like that was so bad. That was just that was that was so bad. It's up there with After Earth for me. Another film I haven't seen. Yeah, don't after maybe watch After Earth just to see how bad it is. But it's one of those movies that's just it's not even so bad that it's good. It's just so bad. The one for me would be like the twenty fifteen. Fantastic Four. 
Is that the Rise of the Silver Surfer? No, this is like Miles. Oh Teller. no, the one with uh, with Miles Teller and, and he Michael in it, and Michael B. Jordan's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I never I think, saw that one because everybody said it was crap. Yeah, and I think I don't know what happened with that film because you have it. It it should be a good film. You have good actors. You have a good director, and it's just the second like two thirds is just horrible. The second Thor movie. See, I'm, I don't think it's that bad. The second Thor movie is pretty bad. It's not like, it's not Attack of the Clones, Suicide Squad bad, but it's, it's, it's probably the worst Marvel movie. At the time. Yes. Now, looking back on it, I mean, I think it's been worse. What's the worst Marvel movie? Eternals. Oh God! I died. I had erased that from my memory. You you are correct. I mean, there's no doubt that about movie. That there's movie no doubt in my mind. Stephen pile of shit. <laughs> and a lot of people don't like Captain Marvel. I like Captain Marvel the movie. Uh, Captain Marvel was fine. It was it fine. Like, I mean, I know you can't quantify like how much it made because people would see, but it did make a billion dollars at the box office. I mean, it was a successful film. Yeah, I liked Captain Marvel. It was good. He wouldn't leave Captain Marvel and be like, this movie sucks. Don't go. Right. No. Eternals. Eternals. My wife and I in the movie were like, what the hell are we watching? It's so not good. And it's like as big of a Marvel fan as I am, it came out and I think it went to streaming. It did. It was one of those. It was like it was in theaters and on Disney Plus. You know, you could buy it for $30 or whatever the case may be. And I was like, you know what? I think I'll wait till it's free, and then I did. I went. And and, so, we went and saw it in theaters. <laughs> yeah, and I liked all the actors. I mean, that's another movie's like this should be very, but it wasn't. Oh, it was so dumb. And it made no sense. The ending made no like none of it made sense. Also, apparently, it has nothing to do with like our you know, primary storyline because at spoilers for Eternals. Yeah, there's spoilers. like there's like a god sticking out of Earth. We're just not talking about it. In, yeah. In subsequent and it also films, had no effect. We have like, not talked about this god protruding from the earth. Yeah, and it and it escaping through the Earth's crust from the core had zero like effect on the planet whatsoever too. Yeah. So it's like is this? I don't know if this happens in our timeline that we're our main MCU timeline because uh, yeah, it, it's somewhere in the multiverse. We're not talking about things that should make some a huge effect. On they can the retcon the whole thing now that they have Kang. So they've got the multiverse. They can change anything and everything they want. Bring anybody back from the dead. They, um, it's about to get stupid. <laughs> I'm not excited about Marvel as much as I used to be. Did you have you did you watch the last the most recent Ant Man? I did watch the most recent Ant Man. Okay. I have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet though. I I saw Guardians of the Galaxy opening weekend. And Guardians is super good. Very good film. Go and see it. However, I mean I plan I, to. I don't know if it has anything to do with what we're doing. It's kind of just like the the book into like the James Gunn story that he's telling gotcha i don't, I don't know if it has a lot 
to do with the main MCU story that they're trying to tell. But I think they just were wrapping up James Gunn's vision for that for that trilogy as he's moving on to uh, other things. So, all right. So that's that's um that's nerd movies. I think I think I still I think Attack of the Clones is probably number one for me um, overall. Um, I think you probably agree with that, don't you? I mean, I think it's just an affront to Star Wars. It's a bad movie. Um, definitely a bad Star Wars. But there are people who enjoy it. I mean, that's one thing. Like, no, they're weirdos. Don't, don't, don't. Who cares? About I mean, them? other movies like they're universally like fans. Like, there's people who like Attack of the Clones. Yeah, they, it's called They Lie to Themselves. All right, but wh- what's your worst? What's your worst of all time? Um, I'm probably, I'd probably go with the Clooney Batman movie. Uh, okay, that one's pretty film. bad. It's, but that one's in the, in the realm of so bad it's funny to me. Yeah, so that is kind of like, I agree. Catwoman very, with Halle Berry. That's a horrible movie. Yeah, but it has Halle Berry in it. The the I talked about the Fantastic Four. That's a bad movie. Yeah, the 2015. I'm I'm okay with the. So yours yours is is yours the Fantastic Four? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Fantastic 2015 Fantastic Four. Right. Or, I don't know. Green Lantern's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm gonna All go right, Green, so Lan- Green Lantern. Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. So that's the bad stuff. Did yeah. you watch this week's Ted Lasso? I did. Okay. We have, this is the third to last episode. We've got the penultimate uh-huh. episode next week. Yes. So, um, I love this episode. I was kind of jarred because it opens up with like a lot of like. I was pissed in the first five minutes. <laughs> exposition of like, hey, Spoilers for episode 10 of season three of Ted Lasso. But it's like Nate Shelley, like it's been like parted ways with I was like, what? Yeah, they all they said was Nate Shelley out at West Ham. Yeah, and so yeah. I thought I thought that meant he got fired. And I was like, there's he hasn't I was like, okay, I have been on board with this show and I've like I have thought people's criticisms of stuff was stupid, but this is I was like, this is ridiculous. It wasn't earned at all. Like, wh- yeah. why the hell? Like, him refusing to go cheat on his girlfriend with his boss is not, like, going to be a reason why he would actually get fired. Like, that's so dumb. And then about five minutes into the episode, you find out that he didn't get fired. He quit. He quit. And I was like, okay, false alarm. Never mind. Yeah. Then, so, but I, I like the, the stuff with Nate. With his, his when going back to his parents' house and all that interactions with his father, <clears throat> so I, I liked all that. It like I said, it's just it was jarring the first like five minutes. You're like, what? What? Yeah. But this happened off screen. So, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great episode. How about you? Uh, I think it had one of in a show that has just amazing monologues constantly i think it had Mm -hmm. 
one of maybe the top three monologues this show's ever had in the um the Rebecca Super League speech. Yeah. Where where she convinces the room of billionaires not to not to ruin the sport of football. It's a it's that that was I I've I've rewatched it like three times. And all it makes me think about is uh college football realignment. But um but like that monologue, it was it was on another level. It was so good. Uh it was great seeing Roy and Keeley get back together. Um I think we've all kind of been waiting for that. Yeah. I don't know. I think overall it was a it was just a very fulfilling episode. Yeah. Um I love seeing the the transformation, or I guess the the character arc of, of Jamie Tart has just been amazing. I think for po- most people that are Ted Lasso fans, you started off like you didn't like Jamie season one. And then now by where we're at now in season three is like he's probably one of a lot of people's like favorite characters. I I almost feel like he's the main character of the show. Like his he's the one that's going through maybe the most most depth of character development and a character arc and growth. It's just ah it's what it's you... it has been a lot of fun watching him go from what he was to what he is. Yeah. Even like whenever he's playing for the national team and he's he's wearing Sam's number who didn't make his national team. Right. And if you remember in season two, Sam was maybe the person that protested more than anybody about Jamie coming back to the team. Because of how he was treated. He treated yeah, it horrible. He said something along the lines of like, nobody has ever made me feel worse about myself than Jamie. And now they're they're like yeah, co-leaders of the team. Yeah. What'd you think about when Rebecca pulled the matchbook and the, the army man out of her purse? No I'm not together. thinking about it anymore. You're not, I don't okay. know what they're going to do with that. Yeah, but I... They're they're the ones telling us. They're they're putting the stuff like yeah, it's, they're laying it on real thick. But I don't I don't know how you pull it off with two episodes left because they have not built any chemistry between the two. Um, not romantic chemistry. Yeah, no they romantic great chemistry. Working relationship. Yeah, boss and and coach. I mean, but I will say the one criticism on this season is like there's not much Ted, so it's not like we're even seeing them interact all that much. Yeah, I mean, it, like he comes in and he's doing girl talk with her in this episode. She tells him he's bad, and then the only like recently, I think the only other interaction was when he called and asked her to hire a private eye to follow his ex wife. Yeah, it's always like I've been calling Ted or he's not answering. Or she's he's trying he's texting her and she's not picking up like whenever in Amsterdam. Yeah. But it's never but Yeah, there's no romantic chemistry there whatsoever yeah. that I, I would find it hard to see them create in two episodes. Yeah, I don't know. But what do you think the outcome where are you where are we going with Nate? Where where are they taking us? Ah, that's a good question. So he's quit. uh, He's going to, he's going to reconcile with multiple people. I don't think he'll like openly reconcile with everybody. I think there's going to, I think it'll be individuals that he reconciles with. Like, I think you'll see him reconcile with Ted. I think you'll see him reconcile maybe even with Roy. 
Um, you know, but I don't think there's going to be anything grand. Like we saw in this episode where he goes and he gets the locker room set up and, and leaves an apology note for Will Kitman, the new Kitman, um, signs it, the wonder kid. And you can, you saw that he had like, you know, a security guard snuck him yeah. in the back so that he could go do that. Um, so I think that's kind of what we're going to see from him is he's not going to try some grand come back to Richmond gesture. I think he's going to work on individually repairing the, the relationships that he, he left behind there. Um, but I, I honestly don't, I, I, I'm firmly in the camp of Roy is going to end up being the head coach of the, like Ted's going home and Roy is going to, Roy is going to take over as the coach of Richmond. I don't think Nate's going to go back as an assistant. So I, I I have no idea really where I think Nate's going to land where something that's been in my head for a while is like, you know, he may tell, you know, he may be, he may talk to Ted and Ted may say something like, Hey, I moved to a different country to coach soccer and it changed my life. And like, so Nate goes to like Spain, France, Germany, or Italy to, to go coach in a different country or something, maybe. Yeah, where's, where's his girlfriend? Didn't she go visit her family? In Poland. Oh, Poland. Yeah. Poland doesn't, as far as I'm aware, um, doesn't have like a super strong English soccer presence. So that's why you need the word. Uh, European soccer presence, I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I think... He'll be, yeah. I don't know what's going. I don't know where we're really to go. I think that the what his the relationship he repaired with his father or that kind of interaction, kind of understanding why his father the way it was, and his father kind of apologized for how it was growing up is going to do a lot to help him to repair some of those relationships and bridges he burned with uh, with Richmond. Yeah, and I, I, agree. I, I agree. I think I think you'll see. I think that's how it how, how it goes down. Ted and him are going to reconcile. Oh, I think yeah. You kind of sure. have to see. He kind of, because Beard is like heavy on, like, I hate him. Like, he revels in his, like, failures. So part of me is like, you kind of have to see, like, a, a Beard and um, Nate. No, their reconciliation is going to be something along the lines of, like, like Nate's going to say, like, he's going to apologize. It's going to be some, like, very, like, heartfelt thing. And, like, Beard's going to go, like, Okay, and like it'll be some like it'll be some weird interaction where Beard's just like, "All right, fine, you're forgiven." Yeah. So, do you ever look ahead to like the next episode, like synopsis they put on? I do. I haven't for this one yet, though. So I think I think Ted's mom comes to visit. Oh, I did see that theory on 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 Reddit. Like there's a special visitor or something. Is that what's what's the what's the stinger for it? I'm gonna pull it up right now. Apple TV. But it it kind of irks me. Like while I looked this up, that we're we don't get a lot of Ted because he's some of the. I mean, it's called Ted Lasso. One of the theories out there about especially this episode in particular is it's what's called a um I think what they called a backdoor pilot. Um and it's ah. something that shows do when they uh, yeah, when they're preparing to do a spin-off. So you 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 eliminate the main character from all of or most of an episode so that you can showcase the side characters to then prep for a future spin-off show that would be there. 
So the title's called Mom City. An unexpected guest has Ted on the edge. Then, when Richmond travels to Manchester for a big match, Roy and Keeley become concerned about Jamie. And that's it. So, um, yeah, they're going to beat Man City. Because th- th- this thing's going to end with him winning the whole fucking thing. Just like he said. And so it was they're going to beat City. But the, the, the problem with Jamie is going to be something along the lines of his dad. It's going to be his dad. Is he, is he from Manchester? No, is he from He's from Manchester, yes. Manchester. And his dad's a Man City fan. And when he yeah. punched his dad, it was after they had lost to Man City and his dad came in wearing Man City stuff. Yeah. So this game's at Manchester. Uh, it'll be at the Etihad. And Jamie, just, it, 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 there's going to be some stuff going on there. And yeah, I, I agree. It's going to be Ted's mom that'll be there. Yeah. Or just if it's of, mom city, yeah, maybe it's, maybe Jamie. It's not Jamie's dad this time. Maybe it's Jamie's mom, and maybe it's Ted's ex wife comes and gets him on edge. Oh, yeah, though we guess. have seen reference to to Ted's mom in this season in okay. his text messages. That was my first inclination with the title, and then the first sentence of the like stinger. Yeah. Was like, okay, Ted's mom's gonna come visit. And then of course Jamie, all the stuff with his family that that he has baggage that he has going on. So I love this episode. The interaction, or all the episodes really, but the the continued inter- interaction and the development of the relationship between like Roy and Jamie. It's just uh again. From where we started to where we're at, it's just really good storytelling. Oh yeah, Uncle Day was great. Yeah. And again, did you notice that now? Now that we have confirmed who Roy's sister is, she is the uh, she's the doctor that helped Doctor Sharon in the hospital. So we have oh. we have seen Roy's sister before. She was the doctor that was when Ted went to go pick Doctor Sharon up in season two. She was the doctor that was watching over Doctor Sharon. Okay. Cool. I didn't catch that, but that's a good callback. So, yeah, Jamie made a comment about Roy's sister. So being fit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that would be the ultimate end to this: is that Jamie ends up with Roy's sister? <laughs> that would be. So that would be the absolute ultimate end to this. And who do you think, or what do you think, the spinoff? is going to be do you think it's just going to be about richmond yeah it wouldn't surprise me if there was just like this is ted lasso's story and then they spin it off into something that's just called afc richmond yeah i was thinking that too it's just going to be a story about the the club yeah with with the same characters just same characters except with sudeikis yeah we it it just won't be yeah or coach beard but i mean like with jason sudeikis still being attached like he's an he could always pop up as a Yes. Oh, he would probably that. keep the title of executive producer, yeah, which means absolutely. you don't actually do anything but make money. Yeah. I mean, it's the number one show on Apple TV, so. Yeah. I, I We are definitely getting a spinoff, in my opinion. I think so, too. I mean, I think that's pretty much... The showrunners have all but, like, confirmed like, they're, they're, they're not going to... Apple's not going to get rid of the show. 
because people love it. Like we talk about it, you know, millions of people love the show and the general positivity. And with him and everyone who's part of the show attached, the writers, I think you're going to still get the same level of quality. You're just going to tell the stories from a different perspective. Yeah, exactly. Just the club instead of from Ted's perspective. All right. Is there anything else on your radar, television-wise, movies, video games, anything like that? Um, I have bought Tears of the Kingdom, the latest uh, Legend of Zelda game, and I've put three or four hours into it since okay. last weekend. I just I've been so busy, dude. Oh, it's a blast! It's Breath of the Wild with like a couple of new wacky mechanics, you know. But it's it's. A very, very similar game to the last one, which is one of my favorite games that I've ever played. So I'm quite enjoying it so far. That I need to play it because I haven't played Breath of the Wild. Oh, dude, Breath of the Wild's amazing. Um, especially if you're a Zelda fan, because Breath of the Wild was like a like it was just it was a new, different, and just so well done version of of Zelda. So I, and I was a Zelda as fan as a, as a child, like the like original nintendo days or like super nintendo that that type of thing but i haven't played a lot of the new zelda games have you played like ocarina of time no oh dude that's like one of the greatest games of all time go find an emulator and play ocarina of time it's an n64 game okay and then my personal favorite zelda it's just weird and i've always liked it was majora's mask which was another n64 game there was like Wind Waker. There was Skyward Sword. Um, what else came out on like the Wii U or the Nintendo sixty four? I don't even remember. But man, Breath of the Wild was when I got Breath of the Wild. I, I was just so blown away. Um, and this one, I'm quite enjoying it. And if if I wasn't a dad with a full time job and other commitments that I've had over the last couple of weeks on weeknights and stuff um i definitely would have played it for 30 hours by now probably what about a jedi survivor uh i haven't planned i've planned to buy it but i i normally i don't buy games multiple games at once yeah um because a lot of times like if it takes me a couple of months to beat a game by the time I beat it, the other one I wanted to buy might be like on sale at that point or something. Yeah. So um I'm gonna finish Tears of the Tears of the Kingdom and then I'll go look at Jedi Survivor. So that's the I think Jedi Survivor is the next one I'm gonna play. Um Did you play Fallen Order? Yes. Okay. Um But right now I'm still I never played we talked about this, but I never played The Last of Us. So that's what that's where my focus is right now. Gotcha. That's what I do in like when I have some free minutes or free hours. Or at the end of the day, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna play some Last of Us for a couple hours. That's kind of what I do. As much See, as I can't just do the couple. Crazy, I have to. I have to have like three hours. Like I have to have three hours to put into a video game when I sit down to play. So mine's basically been. I've used it. So I used to. And it's like my relaxation time. So like instead of like taking a nap or, you know, 
watching some something stupid on Netflix or whatever. Um, now what I'm doing is I'm playing the video games. And I'll just sit there and I'll play video games for however long I can until I need to do something else or whatever the case may be. And it's really, I've enjoyed doing that. Whether in terms it could be like, I only, I get like 45 minutes and I'll play it for 45 minutes and then I'll, I'll save my progress and then do whatever I got to do. But when I have a bunch of free time, it's normally I play for a few hours. Like, like you said, normally I'll play like two to three hours and then I'll finally be like, get to a point where I'm like, um, I got to do something else. Yeah. But that's my thing is like, I, I need to, I need to have some level of commitment because I hate stopping in the middle of stuff. And that's actually, that's where I'm at with Tears of the Kingdom right now is like, I'm in the middle of uh, a temple essentially. And I normally I'm like, why would I, like, I would have wanted to complete it, but I didn't realize what I was getting into. <laughs> so like yeah. I got into it and then I was, I got like, and I was basically like, I'm not going to have the time tonight to finish this temple i'm just gonna pause and put it down and wait until i have the time to sit down and fully focus to to complete it so i might be able to do that tomorrow night we'll see with me with last of us like i would get to a point where like i'll be murdered by a clicker a million times and i'll be like you know what i'm gonna stop i gotta refocus because i gotta figure this out so i'll stop playing the game i'll just get frustrated and be like you know what i'm gonna put it down for a second and then i'll come back to it yeah, that's all the way to do it. And anything, so, anything you're watching on TV? Um, no. Yeah, me neither. Nothing. I think I'm just waiting for something comes out in June, right? Ahsoka? No. Yeah, Ahsoka I does. Just, is Ahsoka out in June? Okay. Then yeah, wait for Ahsoka. Back to the Star Wars content. Mm-hmm. Back to it. Football Speaking and Star of- Wars are bread and butter. Did you, did you want to do the, while we're here, what's your thoughts on like the Bad Batch? Because we're coming up on the end of the school year. Do you want to like kind of jump into that as a podcast? I started watching the first season recently. I've seen, I've seen most of the first season. It hasn't quite pulled me in yet. Okay. It's, it's almost a little too geared towards kids. So, yeah, I, I think that I haven't seen season two. I think there's like a time jump and an age up of some a certain character. Okay. But I haven't seen it, but I've, I've seen like clips and it looks older, more like a teenager. All I know is like the first few episodes I've watched, some of like the core conflicts that I've seen them get into are just like, I don't know, just weak. And the and I'm I'm in the same boat with you because I said like I've watched most of it because I quit watching it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I can just watch like a reaction on YouTube and kind of get the the bullet points <laughs> of what's going on. Do I need to watch this? But yeah, I think I've watched like three or four episodes of the first season. I will I will keep going. It's just like I'm just like eh, like. But we could do I, a Rebels I, Rebels rewatch. That's that's always fun. I just did a Rebels rewatch. Okay. So. <laughs> I did it to prepare for Ahsoka. I'm definitely not watching Attack of the Clones again. Yeah, definitely not going to do that. So, so, but yeah, other than that, I'm you know I'm waiting for Ahsoka. Um, I've been, I, like I said, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm debating whether or not to see 
the newest Fast and the Furious installment this weekend? I mean, but, yeah, it's it's McDonald's, you know, it's terrible, it. but sometimes you just it. need some McDonald's, man. I watch those trailers now. I, they do some crazy stuff. And I'm like, get it's get it's gonna be here. it's gonna be terrible. It's it's gonna be terrible, but it's gonna be exactly what you expect it to be. It's just so gonna I mean, be the unabashed like, ridiculousness. Laws of physics like don't exist in that universe. Correct. Just don't, they just don't. They're going to go to space again or something. Who who knows? Just remember that this whole franchise and all these characters started off um, stealing VCRs from semi-trucks. Yeah. Driving, I think, if I remember right, Honda Civics. To to pay for their racing, illegal racing habit. Yeah. (laughs) While they owned a uh, convenience store. Yeah. Was it a convenience store? I can't remember. Because he goes and he orders the tuna sandwich in the first movie. Uh, and that's yeah. why he gets into the fight. Because the guy's like, nobody likes our tuna sandwich. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah. So, like I said, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I watched Dungeons and Dragons again. I still haven't seen it. That's such a good movie. That's really... You You should watch it. It's... Uh, I, yeah, I need... There's... There's a thousand movies I need to watch, Matt. I can't go to the you movies. You can rent it. It's on like you can rent it now on like uh, Amazon. I'll wait. I'll wait for it to be streaming. I'm not going to rent it. I already pay for six streaming services. Well, if you think about it, like if you would have gone to the movies to see it, it's going to cost you way more than like twenty bucks to rent it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, uh, I, I will. I will watch it when it comes out. I just thought that way because when I go to the movies, it's like four people go to the movies. So just to get in, it's like forty bucks. Conservatively, oh and yeah. Then, it's, when I go, it's like, just me and my wife. Once we go past the snack bar, it's like another four people getting snacks. So I'm gonna drop a bill on on the movies before I get in the theater. So when I say walking green at home for twenty bucks, and then just uh, have snacks from like Walmart, yeah, saving me money. It's not the same. I know. It's I not the same. That. I understand that. There's some things you just should go to the movies for. I know. That's why I went to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And that's where I'll go, whatever the next, was it the Marvels? Is that the next Marvel movie? Probably. Who knows? I'm going to go to all the Marvel films. In the I won't. That's it. That's just how it's going to be. I'm going to go to all. I'm committed to this cinematic universe. I so was, and there. then they finished my story. I'm done. So I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm I think I'm done being excited. So I will still watch them because they're just you know it's it's part of the zeitgeist now. Yeah. I, the thing about it is like I go into it. I'm always thinking like this is when they get it back. No, the next new new film will be like this is when we get like the mojo back. It hasn't happened yet. I mean. The films have been disappointing. I think it's fair to say. Like, what's the last Marvel film you thought you thought about and you were like, damn, that was a good movie? Was it like Infinity War, Endgame? It's that, probably Endgame. Was that it? It's it? probably Endgame. You, and do you watch Black Panther 2? 
What kind of? No, I still haven't watched it. Okay. Okay. So you got to get in mix. Can't really have like. I liked Black Wakanda Forever. I thought it was a good movie. I liked Ant Man. I thought it was a, a good movie. Ant Man was fine. Like I did not like Ant Man. I mean, some things I didn't understand about it, but I liked it. Some of their logic was flawed, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, was there established? They established. You've seen the movie, right? What movie? Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, yeah, I saw Ant Man. So there's some things they established in previous films that they they changed the rules in this film. That's what was confusing to me. Right? Like, at the end of, was it the, the second film, like, they're sending Scott into the quantum realm to do something, I forget. And then Janet's like, cool, let's do this. We're, we're, all, we're making experiments. I'm back. But in this film, it's like, why are you sending a signal to quantum realm? And I was like, what? You were not concerned about anything. Our last movie. What all of a sudden are you concerned about the quantum realm and what's in there? Because it's stuff bad, like, Matt. Stuff like that. <laughs> it's just bad. It's like, like why? I don't this, understand. This universe is bad now. Like that's just all. It, like they had it. They should have just stopped it in game. Like they had it tied off into a bow. Everything was great, but they, well, it, they wanted to I keep guess, making money. And I don't I blame guess, them. Guess, Every movie makes a billion money. dollars. I guess they're still making money. I don't know. I don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy seems to be doing well, so. And then that'll just. Profit they all make a billion. Um, I'll I'll end it on so, this, Matt. Okay. I have one question for you. The the last media question that we have because we we've been going a while. Yeah. Um. Did you see that there's a trailer out for, the Meg Two? I did not see the trailer. I did see that it was coming out. Yeah, there's a trailer for it. They're making another The Meg, which is a Jason Statham movie with uh, a Megalodon. Yeah, I've seen. Which is way too big for even what a Megalodon actually is. (laughs) I've seen the first one, parts of it. And it is just, it's your typical Jason Statham. It's ridiculous. This but one seems like it's way it's, more over the top than the last one too. <laughs> and but the thing is, like they're fun. That's what they're 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 meant to do. That and I they're ridiculous. Like, yes, yeah. we know what we're doing, and we're, right. we're going into it knowing like the audience knows this is just spectacle for the for spectacle's sake. Yeah, it's it's Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. We're not trying to. Yeah, make I got excited because there was a Meg two coming out. So there's so, I saw a movie with. Um, John David Washington, which looks interesting, about some AI. Oh, the creator. The creator, yeah, that looked really good. So, I'm excited about films like that. I'm excited about Oppenheimer. Um, Oppenheimer for sure. Yes, I'm super excited about that. So, we had a very long trailer for for that with the Guardians, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm here for that. So, we'll yeah, see. Oppenheimer, I would be going and seeing on. The nicest screen I can. Yeah, for sure. All right, Matthew, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter um, at Matt underscore Workman. If anyone has any like blue sky invites they want to send my way, 
uh, DMs are open. And then um, find the podcasts at the Buried in Pod and theburiedinpod.com. What about you, Joe? You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Joe underscore Goodman and uh, probably tomorrow um, pick a random H-E-B and you might find me there buying uh, Dr. Pepper Float Bluebell Ice Cream. There you go. All right, Matt. As always. As always. Chicken bears. Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.